Welcome to today's edition of the Career 100 Podcast. Your host, Felicia Gopal, founder of collegefundingresource.com, will be interviewing professionals each week that are currently working in one of the top 100 careers for 2011. This series is designed to introduce students to different career options that are in demand and share the path each practitioner has taken to arrive in their current position. We want to expose you to the varied and distinguished careers of our guests and to perhaps inspire you to consider following in their footsteps, or better yet, blaze your own trail. So sit back and relax as Felicia interviews professionals about how they came to be in the top 100 careers. Hello, it's Felicia Gopal here from College Funding Resource. I'd like to thank everyone for joining us and welcome you to today's call. Today we're going to explore the web developer career, which is, according to Jobs Rated Report, is one of the top 100 careers. The Internet and its growth has been exponential, with there being 480% increase in users from 2000 to 2010, according to Internet usage statistics. As more people have come online to look for information, having websites developed to help users find the information they're looking for has also increased. As the owner of multiple websites, I know that a good web developer is a special type of person. In my mind, a good web developer creates a site for really two different audiences, the search engines as well as the end users. But first and foremost, they really have to be able to take the ideas of the site owner and translate them into a workable site that gets found, loads easily and quickly, and displays the information in a way that the user thinks to themselves they're in the right place. If you've ever considered being a web designer, you'll receive some valuable insight from today's guest. My special guest is Mark Beck. Prior to developing custom-designed websites for the Boulevard Group, he had 10 years' experience in programming database design and systems analysis in the construction and financial services industries. In addition, he has over seven years of sales and marketing experience for major financial services firms. Mark has a BA in computer science with a minor in business. Mark is also a contributing writer and technical consultant for njentrepreneur.com website. Mark, it's my pleasure to welcome you to the call. Well, Felicia, thank you very much. It's a pleasure. Thank you for reaching out to me, and hello to your listening audience today. Great. I just want to start first and foremost. How did you make the transition from being a programmer for the construction and financial services industry to being part owner of the Boulevard Group and becoming a web developer? Certainly. Right around 1996, my wife Joyce was working for an agency that was housed at New Jersey Institute of Technology. And back then in 96, the college approached her and her boss to develop a web skills certification course. Back in the 95-96 timeframe, the web was really just getting going and there was a great demand for webmasters. So in 96, they started teaching the course and it was hugely successful. It was the region's first web skills course that was offered. And I want to say by the end of 99, they had taught literally hundreds of people how to become webmasters. What had happened was that there were a number of these people who would come back to them and asking them, you know, this was a lot harder than I thought. Is there any way you can join me on this project? Can I pay you to consult? Can I pay you to program? And they were just so busy teaching the course that they said, you know, we really can't do that. So my wife and I started talking about it, and we decided, you know, with the web taking off as it was, 
and seemingly a good start with the leads coming in from her students. In the very beginning of 2000, we formed the Boulevard Group. And what was funny with back then was even though I was basically a COBOL programmer working for corporations, I didn't know web programming. So the first thing I had to do was take my wife's course to learn the ins and outs of web programming, and then from then the business took off. Got it. So when I think of web developer, a web developer is the programming side of developing a website? Absolutely. There's basically two career paths. There's the, the web designer and the web developer. In our line of work, you know, someone starts a, a web business, they usually come from one of these two backgrounds. Either they come from a design background or they come from a programming background. And obviously, I came from the, the programming background. Got it. When you think about putting together a well-designed website, and I mentioned that it not only has to speak to the search engines, but it also has to speak to the end user as well as it also needs to meet the needs of the business that you are creating the site for. How do all of those three things work together? Great question. You're absolutely right. When we put websites together, our two main focuses are on the human visitor and the search engine visitor. For the human visitors, we have to make sure that the site looks good, looks professional, that's easy to navigate, they're able to find the information that they're looking for as quickly as possible, and that really comes on the design end of things. But then it also has to operate correctly, especially with some of the more technically complicated websites, content management systems or e-commerce systems. We're dealing with a lot of programming up on the server and a lot of database programming. So from a technical standpoint, we have to make sure that the websites function correctly. Basically, the website does what it's supposed to do. As far as the other visitor we have to please, that's the search engine visitor. That's also a more of a, a technical web developer responsibility. That's not so much on the design end of things. We have to make sure that the site is easily navigated by the search engine spiders when they come, that they're able to reach all the pages of the website so that they can be properly indexed, and that we have the keywords placed where they're supposed to be placed so the search engine knows exactly what each web page is all about. Perfect. So that really kind of talks about the two different aspects of developing a website. And this interview is really about exposing students to the web developer part of it. But I really wanted to make the distinction between the two because I think oftentimes, I know until I started working on my own website, I really kind of mixed the two. I really thought that a web designer does the same thing as a web developer and vice versa. And I think a lot of people make that assumption, which can lead to websites that don't do exactly what it is that you want them to do because the person only has one capability. One of the things that I think is nice about your company is that you really do marry the two. And I know that as a owner, that's something that would be really, really beneficial is somebody who can see both sides of the page, even if they came from one particular orientation in terms of their training. Absolutely. Let me give you a quick story from my experience. When we first started the business back in 2000, myself, having been coming from the programming background, I was very good at the programming end of things, but I was also doing graphic design, and now I am not a designer. And we started to laugh after you know a few projects. All of my website design started to look the same. Okay. And obviously that uh, 
can't be having that. So one of the first things we did was we partnered with a graphic designer. There is a, a gentleman that has a business not too far from us, and he approached us to partner on certain projects. And we took a look at his portfolio. It looked fabulous. We had him come into the office. We got along great, and he became our graphic designer. So it worked out perfectly. So when we had a, a new client, I was able to meet with the client, do a full needs analysis, also work on a graphic design worksheet, basically what it is they wanted their site to look like, and then the designer would come in and provide the designs. When he was done, I would then take over on the programming end and do the programming. What was interesting was the designer had the opposite problem. He was very good at designing, but not very good at coding. Okay. So we wound up developing a very nice referral partnership right off the bat. He would get a client to do a website. He would do the design. We would do the coding. And when we got a client, he would do the coding. I'm sorry, he would do the design. We would do the coding. Okay. And it just worked out perfectly. And as a matter of fact, from that one relationship, he's been able to introduce us to about a dozen or so graphic firms, ad agencies, marketing people, where we can utilize the expertise of them for their clients and then provide the, the programming expertise from our end. Perfect. Okay. So it does sound like there's a good synergy and marriage between the two. So if someone was interested in becoming a web developer, is there a suggested path? Yeah. From a developer, what we kind of look for is obviously we need someone who's very technically competent. Now, what we do is we typically will, you know, a web developer will be good at something. Either they'll be a good programmer with the PHP programming language or the .NET programming language or maybe even the Flash programming language. You know, back when I went to college, there were very few schools that offered computer science right. as, as a major. Now, virtually all schools offer some sort of computer science programs or web-related majors. So a lot of times people will get started through high school and college and learn one or two programming languages. Then from there, they just kind of naturally branch out and then pick up other programming language as they go along. So we've got a student. They're interested in perhaps becoming a web developer. What they might do is play around with learning some languages in high school or college. And what you're suggesting is that oftentimes they come from a particular programming language that they learn, and then they build off of that as they progress in their career. Is that accurate? Absolutely. Yep, you got it. Okay. And they may or may not be computer science majors. I mean, is there any other major that they might consider if they were in college? Yeah, colleges now a lot of times will get very specific. For example, they might get into e-commerce, they have programs for e-commerce. They have programs for website security. Look at those specialties in conjunction with the different programming classes that they're taking. Okay. So what I'm hearing is it sounds like nowadays students can also start to segment their business or specialize in different aspects of web development as they move through their career. Correct. Yep. Great. So let me step back and ask you, what do you like about being a web developer? 
Well, the first thing was that it came very naturally to me. I was always fairly technically competent in traditional programming languages working for different corporations. So the transition to web programming for me and supporting businesses and nonprofits was very natural. I also very much enjoy working with business owners and helping them achieve their goals. A lot of times the owners of a company are very good at what they do, but they know very little about web programming and getting their websites to do what they want them to do. What I'm able to do now is come in and provide the technical knowledge needed to put websites together to help them achieve their business goals. So as a web developer, not only do we need to keep an eye on the technical issues of our jobs, but we also have to keep in mind our clients and what they're trying to achieve. And I think that that's one of the reasons why I selected you for this interview is because I think you do a really good job about that. You know, I've had multiple websites in my career since I've gone online, and I've worked with different people who were looking to put together my vision of how I want to be presented online. And I don't think that all people who do web development get that, that people aspect of it. I almost want to say sometimes it's just like they know how to talk to the computer, but they don't know how to talk to their client. And Absolutely. I, find, I, I found that very, very frustrating. What's interesting is not only did I have many years as, of being a programmer analyst for, for some corporations, I also spent about seven years in sales and marketing working as a financial planner. And there you really had to relate to people. Programmers typically, and this is not a stretch of the imagination, programmers sit in their cubicles behind a keyboard and type all day. And a lot of times they have very little interaction with the public. You know, they're given a set of specs, they code away, they test, and they launch. I do a fair amount of networking as well. And when I go out and meet different business owners within these events, I also find very few web developers attend these. Again, a lot of web developers out there might be technically very good, but they don't always have the people skills. And what you quickly learn when you become a developer and you own your own business, you may be the best programmer in the world, but if you're not able to relate to people and market yourself and get new business, you're not going to be in business very long. Yeah, I think that that's a very true statement, not just for web developers, but it's really also true for any type of business owner in general. If you don't go out and market, if you can't go out and tell your story, then it's very hard to get clients to come in the door. I mean, while looking for some statistics on how many websites there are, I talked about there being, you know, 428% increase in the number of users. I can imagine that the number of websites from 2000 to 2011 is probably a lot more than that in terms of percentages because it seems like everybody has a website. And if you don't have a website, then it's hard to be even considered credible in a particular industry or niche. Absolutely. And obviously, you know, a, a business should have a website to promote themselves, but we do websites for all sorts of organizations, nonprofits, you know, whether you're traditional nonprofits like a cancer support group or uh, associations. You know, one of our oldest clients is the Foreign Language Educators of New Jersey. That website is really meant just to talk to a small group of people. You know, we're talking maybe 1,200, 1,500 foreign language teachers in New Jersey. They have a website. 
any parent out there with children that are in you know baseball teams or soccer teams, chances are those teams and leagues have websites. So it's very hard to think of a business or an organization that really could not benefit from a website. And so if that's the case, then they're going to need a web designer to help them put that together. Yes and no. A lot of times, especially with the organizations, money is usually a big issue. And what we find a lot of times, there'll be a volunteer within the organization that'll put the site together. And it may serve the needs for the short term, but what happens is they want, as they want to grow and add more services to the website, they're either unable to do it you know, for technical reasons or time reasons. And a lot of times, they'll reach out to companies like us. And they'll say, listen, we've had this website for a few years. We're really looking to take it to the next level. Can you help us out? Okay. And that's exactly what I did. When I first got started, I started with my sister-in-law, who was a web designer. And when I wanted to do more stuff with the website, we really just kind of got bottlenecked because she didn't necessarily know how to do it, didn't have the programming background to do things. And so then she'd have to find somebody and it just became a mess, and I could definitely see that that's how a lot of people's websites grow, is they take it to a certain point and then perhaps go in after they've gone beyond their own capabilities, start reaching out and looking for web developers like yourself. So is there a particular career structure for becoming a web developer? I mean, you go to college, you get a degree in something programming related, and then what? Well, there's a couple of ways I see people get started. Coming right out of college is very tough getting a business started. A lot of times when people take that route, what they wind up having to do is bid very low for projects, maybe even do some freebies out there just to build up a portfolio. But a lot of times what I see is students coming out of college that they'll hook up with an established firm. They'll come in and they'll be mentored and tutored and kind of learn the ropes of being a web developer. Then maybe after that, they take the leap into owning their own business and going forward. But as any business owner out there knows, it's you know it's one thing to work for a corporation and perform a duty. It's quite another to take that talent start your own business and actually try and grow a business. As I said before, I come from a very technical background and all of a sudden we start a business and then sales, marketing, finance, human resources, taxation, all that sort of just kind of pops up and you know, you have to learn to deal with it very quickly. Right. What I heard you say is there's really two routes that somebody might take. It's a, if you will, safer route would be to go into a corporation or an agency that needs the skill sets that you have and kind of learn the business that way. And then if your temperament is, I was going to say is right, but if you have the temperament to be a business owner, you might then take those skill sets and then move them into owning your own business. But owning your own business is not just programming, but it's marketing, it's finance, it's all the various different pieces. One of my favorite books is a book by Michael Gerber. He talks a lot about um, how to create a business, and he talks a lot about one of the things that you talked about, which is when people who have technical skills start businesses, they often don't know about all the other pieces 
of running a business. They know how to program, but they don't necessarily know anything about marketing. They don't know anything about finance. They don't know anything about all of the other pieces that kind of go into it. And it can lead to often a well-paid job, which takes up more of your time than working a traditional job would have taken. Absolutely. I'm a fan of Michael Gerber and have read his books yeah, it, you know, just because you're good in one thing doesn't mean you can make a business out of it. But the other point that Michael points out is the key to have structure and systems in place. And as a web developer, I think those sort of things come very naturally. To be a good programmer, you have to be organized. You have to be able to, before you even start you know, putting down a single line of code, you have to think through everything. You have to think through what the specs are, what the client's goals are, how you're actually going to attack this. And then once you get the big picture, then you can dive into the nitty-gritty. So having a system in place to attack projects and keep them you know, on time, on budget, really helps a, a lot as well. All right. So let me just kind of uh, step back and have you talk a little bit about what you actually do in your job. What does Mark Beck do as a web developer today? All right. Well, what I do today is much different than when I first started out. Okay. Uh, in the very beginning, as I said, I, I was everything. I was the designer, the programmer, the sales guy, the marketing guy. I was the trainer. I was the client support person. Today's, today's a lot different. Now, taking on much more of a, the ownership role, my primary responsibilities are sales and marketing, project management, and client support. Now, along those lines, we have a project manager on board. Okay. So what, in the very beginning, I'm involved in the marketing and the sales. I'll meet with a prospect. We'll do a needs analysis, what exactly they're trying to accomplish and how best to accomplish those goals. We'll then put a proposal together, present it to the client, and hopefully they say yes. And then from there, the project manager takes over. I oversee that process, but I'm not involved in the day-to-day operations. What the project manager does is make sure that our designers and programmers are doing what we're supposed to be doing and the client's doing what they're supposed to be doing, mainly reviewing and approving, and making sure that the project goes smoothly without any major delays or bottlenecks. Okay. And other than that, it's invoicing clients, paying bills, meeting with the accountant, and you know just the general operation of a business that's mostly what what my responsibilities are now got it so you're not doing as much or any of the program anymore i do very very little of the programming now okay having been there and done that gives me the opportunity to question programmers when they have a set of specs and they come back and say well we can't do this because blah 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 and I'll say, well, no, yes, you can. You know, if you thought about trying this or doing it that way. So having the background certainly helps a lot. But nowadays, I, I do very, very little programming. Okay. So, Mark, just a question. We've talked a lot about how you became a web developer, what you like about being a web developer. Let me ask you the question, why do you think web developer is on the list of the top 100 careers for the next decade? Ooh, I think really two reasons. One, it's always changing. What we do today is drastically different than what we did when we first started out when it came to web programming. The so way you give we, me a for instance? 
Well, back in the early days, it was mostly just straight HTML programming. It was very simple. There was not a lot of database interactivity. Creating the pages really wasn't that hard to do. There were also very few platforms and browsers out there that we had to test to make sure that what we were developing would actually render correctly in front of somebody's browser. Okay. Today, most of the work that we do is what we call server-side programming. So most of the stuff that we do is written in programs like PHP or .NET or JSP or, or a similar type of language. And a lot of what we do today involves databases as well. So a lot of database design and a lot of database programming are involved. And that's a lot different than when we first started. The other things that we see nowadays is there's a lot more emphasis placed on social media. That would be your Twitters, Facebooks, YouTubes, and the like, you know, the LinkedIn's. Right. Maybe five years ago, those things were barely on people's radars. You know, now integrating a person's website with their social media accounts is very important. That's something that's popped up in the last few years. Right. The other thing that's a lot newer today than even just uh, five years ago is the move away from PCs to mobile devices, whether Ooh. they are iPhones or tablets like, a, like an iPad. And as developers, we have to make sure that when we create websites that they will display correctly regardless of the method that the person is using to view that website. So are they using a PC or are they using a Mac? Are they using an iPhone, a BlackBerry, an iPad? Are they using Internet Explorer, Firefox, Chrome, Safari? So one of the reasons why I think um, web developer is such a in-demand profession is that it's always changing. And it takes a lot of effort to stay on top of all these changes and, and, to, be, and to be good at it. And I think the second reason is it's, it's a very technically difficult profession. A lot of math, a lot of science, a lot of programming, and for a good chunk of the population, uh, they just don't get it. And for people like me, that comes very naturally. So it's a supply and demand issue. There's a high demand for technically oriented websites. You need technically competent programmers. And if it was an easy thing to do, there would be lots of us out there, but there's not that many of us. So another reason why I think that the profession is going to be in demand for, I think, not only the next 10 years, but for an awfully long time. Because you're right. One of the things that is definitely true is a couple of years ago when people started first started talking about you know, MySpace and if that dates me, <laughs> um, they <laughs> were talking about MySpace, and now it's Facebook and Twitter and YouTube and iTunes and all the rest of that. There's definitely an emphasis in working and developing my site so that they basically talk to each other. So if I do mm -hmm. something here, it, it displays over there. I know that I want it to do that, or at least I've been told that that seems to be a good thing for me to to, to <laughs> do that. You know, you go to these things where people are just like, oh, yeah, you got to have that, you got to have that. And so I'm sure we come back to people like yourselves, developers, and we want the world, even though we may not have the traffic, to support the $20,000 site that we envision in our minds. Mm -hmm. Right, yeah, we get a lot of that. You know, a business owner will go talk to other business owners or go to some sort of event and they learn the latest and greatest thing to do for their websites and they come back and, you know, they'll they'll contact us and say, listen, this is what we need to do. And a lot of times we just have to take a step back. You know, we'd love to do it for you. We, you know, would have no problems doing it. 
but how is this fitting into your business? You know, is this, right. does this make sense for you going forward? And, you know, before you start spending thousands of dollars on implementing something that's neat and cool, you know, is it going to help you? As I said, and I, I started the conversation today with one of the things that I think is important is working with a developer that gets that. Because I think that as business owners, we like the latest, greatest stuff, even though we have no idea always why we want the latest, greatest stuff other than it's the latest, greatest stuff. So I think that having somebody who understands the business enough to ask the question, how is that going to fit into your business, I think that's an important key ingredient to being a good web developer. It's not just about programming, but it's also about programming in a way that makes sense for the business where it is today and for the foreseeable future. I also heard that you also said that technology is changing. I mean, some of the companies that we talk about now didn't even exist, you know, five, ten years ago, and they're now huge. And with the rate of uh, change in technology, I could imagine that a web developer would need to keep their skills continuing to be upgraded because who knows what the the newest Facebook is in five years. Absolutely. You know, yep. will it be Facebook or will it be somebody else other than Facebook? Well, chances are it will be somebody else and a whole lot of them. Right. And so a web developer needs to be able to kind of talk and marry all of those things. Yes. Yeah. It's a case of always having to be, you know, sort of on the cutting edge or the bleeding edge of technology. You know, there are certain things that are coming down the road and people are asking more and more about them. So the role of the developer is to not only learn the technical aspects, but how will that help the business owner and their website and achieving their business goals. Absolutely. Yeah, because what we find a lot of times is if we have happy clients, we're going to stay in business. If our clients aren't happy, you know, we're not going to get the referrals and we're not going to get the business. And a lot of times if you build something for a client and a year goes by and nothing happens, you know, the thought in their mind is, well, the website doesn't work. Well, technically the website does work. You know, maybe it was the plan, the marketing of it, the business goals that may not have been thought all the way through. That's why we take a lot of time and make sure what we do for businesses is actually going to work for them because we want happy and successful clients. Absolutely. So, Mark, I thank you very much for your time today. I just want to know, do you have any final thoughts that you'd like to share with us about students who are considering web development as a career? Uh, Yes, absolutely. First thing is it's very difficult to be all things to all people. When just starting out, I would highly recommend that a developer be very competent in one aspect of some kind of programming, whether it's programming for the websites or programming for apps for the phones. Be very competent in one area because the demand is there. You know, people will definitely seek you out. Those areas that you're not technically competent in, then I highly recommend partnering with somebody that is. You know, I told the story before of how I was not a very good graphic designer. So I partner with graphic designers who are good at designing. And that just makes us a much stronger company. The other thing I'd like to tell the listeners here is a lot of times programmers, they just get so bogged down into the details of what they're doing that they sometimes lose the big picture. It's one thing to be able to solve a programming bug 
and fix something, but it's quite another thing to see that the solution that they're developing actually fits into the goal of, of what the website and what the business is trying to accomplish. And I'll give a, a real quick analogy, something that comes to mind. When I was in high school, my grandparents moved in with us, and my grandfather was a retired tool and die maker. So he worked with steel his entire life. Okay. And I remember one spring weekend, my mother asked her father, I would like you to build a sign that I can hang under our mailbox, you know, a nice wooden sign that had the address of the house. So he was excited. He goes into the little workshop. He puts together a nice wooden sign with our address on it. He takes it outside, and he attaches the sign to the 4 by 4 where the mailbox was with a metal angle bracket. So okay. he takes the sign, he screws it into the angle bracket, he takes the angle bracket, he screws it into the 4 by 4 and he was so proud of himself. And he gets out there and he's showing my mother, and we're all out there, and he's shaking. He goes, this thing is in there, it's as solid as a rock, and it's never going anywhere. But what my mother wanted was a sign that hung with a chain so it could blow in the wind. Got it. So what he did was technically correct the big picture, he just totally lost and didn't get it. So whether it was my grandfather in the sign or the programmer who doesn't get the big picture, he had to undo what he did and do it again. Right. So always keep the business goals, the big picture in mind when you're coding websites. Absolutely. As a business owner, I completely agree and concur. Those are those are very, very, very important goals. I almost want to say they're the, probably the most important goals. At least they are from the business owner's standpoint. So, Mark, if somebody was interested in learning a little bit more about your business, could you give us some contact information, please? Absolutely. They can visit our website. It's theboulevardgroup.com, and it's spelled the, B-L-V-D, group.com. They can learn all about us, uh, what we do, how we do it. We have a, quite a large portfolio section to get a, an idea of some of the kinds of work that we've completed. And they can reach out to me directly through the website by the contact form or giving us a call. All right. So, Mark, I thank you again for your time. Give me one more time your contact information. Certainly. The website is theblvdgroup.com. I can be reached via email at mark, that's M-A-R-K, at theblvdgroup.com. And by telephone, it's area code 908-876-3707. All right. This is Felicia Gopal from College Funding Resource. With us today was Mark Beck, who was talking about web development as a career choice. So I thank you for listening to today's interview, and I hope that you will join us again for the next one. Thank you. Thank you for listening to today's edition of the Career 100 podcast. We hope you'll join us again for our next podcast, where we'll continue to interview experts in the top 100 careers for 2011, giving you the insider's view of their chosen profession. If you'd like more information about planning and saving for college and to instantly download your free copy of College Funding Resources Report, Five Strategies That Parents Need to Start Using Today to Cut Their College Costs Tomorrow, visit www.collegefundingresource.com. That's www.collegefundingresource.com. This is Kathy Davis for the Career 100 Podcast.